everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. I am film critic Rachel Wagner, and we are here to talk about the second week of movies for the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. And so we're very, very excited about that. And I have two very special guests to join me to talk about these films. I have Mel and Dory from the All the Feels podcast. And thank you so much, Mel and Dory, for coming on. Yay. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here. Yeah, Yeah, we really appreciate it. If people don't know, uh, you've been on our show a couple times. Uh, Tell us a little bit about your podcast and what you guys do. Well, (laughs) uh, we, what do we do, Dory? We (laughs) have a yearly bracket. That's what we do. A countdown to Christmas bracket that we started uh, quite a few years back. Um, where we pit the Hallmark movies against each other. And this year we're doing Hallmark versus Lifetime. Yeah. So we're mixing it up. Yeah. Um, and then really the rest of the year we just dip in and talk about our favorite thing. All of our favorite things, right? That's what brings us together. Yeah, very good. Yeah, why did you decide to include Lifetime this time? Just for fun? Um, well... We looked at the schedule and noticed that Lifetime was coming in hot this year with the movies. Like, Mm -hmm. you could just tell that they were really trying to go toe-to-toe with Hallmark. Um, And so we were intrigued, to say the least. And then we started reading some of the synopses of the movies. And we thought they might be good matchups. We really liked, you know, Lifetime just makes different movies they take Mm -hmm. some chances that hallmark may not take um it's just a different vibe so we thought we'd switch it up a little we liked the diversity in their casting um so we wanted to kind of open it up and have lifetime join the party since they so clearly were ready (laughs) to take hallmark on this year (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i think it's smart last year my two favorite movies of Christmas 2018 were on Lifetime Channel. Oh, really? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which ones were they? Christmas Perfection, which I thought was absolutely hilarious and I loved. And people are tired of me talking about it on the podcast. <laughs> but I did. I loved it. And then also Christmas Pen Pals. Those were my two favorite. And I thought they were so well done. And uh, so, yeah, they, they won the... They won the t- top two spots. Oh, my God. Wow. I know. I know. Yeah, you definitely check out. I'm sure they're going to re-air Christmas Perfection and Christmas Pen Pals. So definitely watch them. They're very, very good. Yeah. That is a very, strong very endorsement. Yes. <laughs> so one thing I wanted to say really quick before we dive into the movies is we have gotten on the podcast, we've gotten a, a little bit of feedback lately that people feel like we're being too negative so i definitely i definitely i definitely definitely, um uh you know every every i definitely am trying to take any feedback we get uh into consideration so know that i guess but i thought i'd explain real quick my perspective coming into these movies so i am a film critic and so my goal in talking about any film whether it be from lifetime from hallmark from feature films to anything or television show is to provide critical analysis and 
it can be challenging when I come in here with something that I, I didn't care for, for whatever reason, uh, and to still present it in a way that's fun and entertaining, uh, but still real. And there's other podcasts that you can go to if you want just a, a gush session, which is fine. And that's perfectly, you know, fine way to run a podcast, but that's not what we're about here. We are about critical analysis, talking about even some things, you can have critical analysis of things that you love. Some of my favorite movies, I've had long conversations about the pros and cons and things. Uh, and, and so I, I don't think that's necessarily pointing out, this is a plot hole here, this is a thing here, this is a whatever uh, going on here. Having a discussion is not necessarily being negative, it's having you're analyzing it for the good, the bad, the everything in between. So that's what I go for here. I can always do better. <laughs> and I try my best to get that balance uh, between, uh, between understanding what these movies are trying to be and accepting them for what they are, but also pushing them to be better and pushing them mm -hmm. to, <clears throat> and acknowledging their flaws talking about them in a, in a critical way. So I just wanted to say that real quick. I hear you <laughs> and I'm going to try to do better, but I also want to make sure everybody <laughs> understands yeah. where I'm not coming all, from. Not all these, we can, to be real, not all harm, Hallmark movies are created equal. Right. I As feature say, films. Yeah. And I would say even the of ones course. we watched this weekend are not created equal. We had wild extremes. Uh, yeah, so. I agree. I'd so. agree. So anyway, I just wanted to get that out of the way. And uh, so <laughs> well, we are going to actually, yeah. I thought all of these were watchable. I, none of them took me to a dark place. They were all fine <laughs> for me, but some of them I liked much better than others. So I'll say that, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So let's just dive in. So our first movie is called Nostalgic Christmas. And this is Hallmark Movies and Mysteries. It stars Brooke Giorsay and Trevor Donovan. And it was on Halloween. <laughs> oh my oh, gosh. Yes. It was a bit of a struggle. And it's the summary is, when Anne helps her father close the family's toy store, toy store, what she finds will help inspire an entire town that is in need of some Christmas cheer. So uh, let's talk about overall thoughts. Um, Mel, what was your oh, no. overall thoughts of this one? <laughs> oh, no. I, Mel's going to start us off strong. <laughs> I just, I mean, speaking, this one took me to a dark place. <laughs> oh, no. So, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, and maybe it was because it was like, it wasn't a weekend, you know, I was stressed from work and I started this up and I just was like, it didn't grab me. I didn't find, there was like, to me, there was no momentum keeping me forward. It just kind of felt very flat. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and I, I, I wondered at times if I was going to make it through. <laughs> But you powered through. But I powered through. Proud and of I you. Did. And you know what? I love the leads. Um, it it wasn't the worst Hallmark movie I've ever seen, but it wasn't 
strong for me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I get it. Uh, Dory, what about you? So I love Brooke Dorse, and mm-hmm. I thought I just think she is a joy. She will always be Miss Christmas to me. I loved that movie that she was in. I mm-hmm. think she's so cute. And I actually thought she was paired really well with Trevor Donovan. That's his name, right? Yeah. I thought that they were, I thought they had great chemistry. Like, I actually really liked seeing them together. Um, But, you know, the story, I don't think I felt as strongly as Mel. It did not take me to a dark place. <laughs> um, but the story did certainly did not really capture me. Um, and I, I, I thought they deserved better because I thought they were so cute and sweet together. But overall, I thought it was fine. It just, I wanted more for those two. I wanted better for those two because I thought that they were such like a dynamite pairing and they're both so good in other movies. Um, but you know, it was fine. I just felt it was so this movie is like a 20 car pile up of hallmark tropes like it has so many i almost stopped counting at a certain point and in a weird way that kind of worked for me like i if somebody were like wow this is the most cliched movie i've ever seen in my life it'd be like yeah i kind of get i mean it is you can't i can't argue with them but i mean they have two a save the store and a save the mill <laughs> in one movie you have those weird <laughs> very well carved and very cool but kind of the weird, weird magic santas what was that yes, and the santas were crazy the whole yeah. toy store was kind of crazy <laughs> it was, it was a little hallmark horror going on there very sparse sure. and I mean, it was just everything. And how do you guys feel about the fact that evidently Lifetime and Hallmark all decided that they're going to have a pageant in every movie this year? That's like the no. that's been wild to me. That has <laughs> been wild to me. There is a singing child in every <laughs> single movie, and I'm like, I appreciate it. I like it. The kids are cute, but it is in every single yeah. movie. Yeah, there's a solo. Yeah, well, last love. year it was the big party planning was the big thing last year, and this year it's right. it's the town pageant is the thing. <laughs> we were talking to Dory and I that there seems to be a lack of mothers this year, or at least this weekend. <laughs> That's true. A lot of a lot of um, mothers who have passed, you know, uh, single fathers. I guess I yeah. should say. Yeah. Well, you gotta like a hot widower. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's the true. best. That's true. <laughs> I mean, it's everybody's dream, man. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> I find so sweet and sensitive, and he's already he's already loved and lost. You know, it's the whole sleepless in Seattle thing. I mean, it's- well, and it's like instant family, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> also, I love the fact they 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 set up these plastic ice rinks. And they're always like the small. They're the worst. <laughs> this this one in particular was the smallest. I swear, I felt like it was like I don't know, like seven by seven feet. Like it was so small, and 
I, I'm just like, do they really think they're fooling us? This plastic is, it's, it's like the kind of ice skating rink they have on like a cruise ship or something like that, where they, they, (laughs) it's just plastic. And, uh, I don't know. I always think that's funny, but they're not fooling anybody (laughs) with their ice skating scenes. They're either that they're like the plastic rink, super small. Or they're so clearly not the person. Um, Ice skating. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. And it's yeah. just so obvious. Yeah. So they need to call the makers of Cutting Edge and kind of get some help <laughs> on how to execute figure <laughs> skating scenes in these movies. Yeah, they really do. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think the the little girl in this movie was so cute i mean they always have kids in hallmark but she was so cute and i thought that her song was so well done yeah she yeah yeah like so did you guys watch merry christmas match uh i think a couple last week yeah that was the the the, not the pawn shop it's a terrible thing to say <laughs> antiques <laughs> antique store yeah Th- that movie yeah. was not my favorite i didn't no, care for it <laughs> you guys i have already forgotten that one. <laughs> it wasn't until you said antique shop i was like oh yeah i did watch that yeah. that was the first freaking movie i watched the one with this the all-female superhero show yeah yeah i can't forget it because it had in my opinion ugliest dress i've ever seen in my life in that red peasant dress thing it was so it wasn't my favorite um but 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 in that one you know you have the pageant and it's it's her friend jillian singing songs that are too hard for her and as opposed to this which is this little girl singing really cute and it, it felt like the kind of performance that you'd actually see at a community pageant you know not some want to be pop diva being like yeah (laughs) (laughs) so this is very was very good i thought that part of it and uh and so yeah the uh the wooden santas uh (laughs) yeah uh, yeah (laughs) i mean i'm amazed they've been able to keep this toy store going for so long well i definitely want a follow-up movie where we find out exactly how she's making a living off of santa's how is she supporting herself (laughs) it does seem kind of seasonal yes very seasonal (laughs) and i don't know how the wood carving business is going these days i know uh is well i mean it's probably better than the wreath business from last year with oh god was that the reef? Oh, oh my god, the reef at the booth. What's a year at a booth? Oh no. Yeah. Um, and but I thought there were lots of really cute flirty moments in this movie between the two of them. Like when they're like icing cookies or when they were decorating the tree, it was super cute. And so I liked the decorating the tree montage a lot. <laughs> like the three of them. You know, I like that that she didn't it wasn't about getting back with her ex. You know what I mean? It's like it was like a completely random other guy, which was nice. Yeah, well even though the ex was in the picture. Well, yeah, that was very grown worthy when she, like we need to tell these guys that are in Hallmark movies, we need to sit them down and tell them that any hug from a distance 
is yeah. always a goodbye hug. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, exactly. It's always, I understand that you're breaking up with me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Good luck in your life. Hug. Yeah. It's right. It's literally the last hug, the last <laughs> contact with that person ever in life. Yeah. And so <laughs> that was grown worthy, that whole scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like, come on. And uh, yeah. And then they have the whole, uh, the whole pageant and the ending i did think was pretty swoon worthy with him out there with the uh with all of the the santas on the little village thing and uh and i don't know good good ending kiss and a good i thought that it was fun at the end <laughs> i thought they were really yeah i thought that they were really cute together and yeah. i loved watching them together I just, you know, I wish yeah. the story had been a little stronger. I was over the wooden Santas that for them yes. like slide over to her yeah. in the perfect moment. This is yeah. music, Santa. You should probably go conduct that choir, you know. <laughs> yeah. But a I mean, she has quite but, the yeah. the magic powers though. If she can make a love Santa and that love comes yeah. true, like what else could she yeah. Well, 20 years later, or whatever. What else could she manifest? <laughs> no, yeah. she made the new yeah. Love Santa. Oh, that's right. With the heart right. in the middle. That's right. So. Remember, she just made it one night. Yeah, she, and she, all came, she came time. out of retirement <laughs> to make one last Santa. It was kind of fun, though, on the live tweet. The the actual woodcarver was there, like, on the live tweet, uh, tweeting out. And, and uh, so, way to go, woodcarver, because... Yeah. They were really cool skills. <laughs> skills. Um, so yeah, I, this is, there's some Hallmark movies that I mean, I'm like, this one is a transition piece. This is one I could show to somebody who's not a fan of these movies and maybe get them to kind of warm up to them a little bit. And then there's others where I'm like, nope, no way. Yep, nope. <laughs> yeah. And this one is definitely not a transition one. There's another yeah we'll talk about but uh yeah but i still enjoyed it I, I guess maybe i was just in the right mood for it and uh so you know i i think i'd give it out of five crowns i'd give it like a 3.5 the crowns uh cool. <laughs> just because cool, i liked cool. the, the montage and i liked the pageant the little girl i liked them so it was enough for me uh what about you, Dory? I would give it... Um, I'd probably give it 2.75 grams. Mm, okay. It was almost at a three, but not quite. Okay, good. All right, Mel. What do you give it? Uh, am I allowed to give it one crown, or will yeah, I be sure. ruining all of the goodwill? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> And we, we allow all crown ratings okay. on this one podcast. crown okay good one thirty wood <laughs> very good all right so we have the next up is two turtle doves and i was very hyped on this movie uh because uh it stars of course nikki deloach michael rady and written by sarah montana who they were all uh, do they all worked on love to the rescue which is my favorite of the year this year 
Uh, oh I my loved. gosh, we loved it too. Yeah, we, we loved, it. loved that one. It was so good. And I got to interview Sarah Montana and Nikki actually. And I was, it's one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. She's just an incredible person. And if you want an inspirational uh, moment or whatever, motivational thing, uh, watch her TED talk because uh, she was, it's a really moving TED talk. She's had some trauma in her life and she talks about having to forgive. uh, And, uh, and so as she knows of what she speaks as far as dealing with grief and other things like that in wow. this um, movie. And so I actually picked it in my article for the desert news here in Utah, picked it as my, my, I had my top three most anticipated uh, of Hallmark. And I picked this as my most anticipated. So I was pretty, wow. <laughs> I was pretty excited about it. And uh, so anyway, what, oh wait, want to read the summary. Okay. So, so, Dr. Sharon Hayes searches for a beloved family heirloom in a small Christmas town when she unexpectedly discovers an adorable little girl and her disheartened father. She realizes that Christmas miracles really do happen. So, I don't think that's the best summary in the world, but anyway, that's what we have. So, Mel, what was your overall thoughts about this movie? I could not love this movie more. I to me this is a very very special movie. It is like the height of Hallmark. I loved it so so much. Mm-hmm. It made me cry. I don't know. It made me feel all of the things. I, I don't know. It's mm-hmm. so hard for me to wrap up my feelings yeah. <laughs> in a quick summary. Yeah. Uh, Dory, what about you? Um. Well, our podcast is called All the Feels, and this movie gave me all the feels. From start to finish, I was crying pretty much start to finish on and off. And I mean that in the best possible way. I was just so moved. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, I, I just was so impressed. And I, it's interesting because I wasn't really thinking about this one because Mel and I don't always watch the like sadder ones that we know are going to make us cry. Well, this was kind of on my radar, but kind of not. We didn't even put it on the bracket. So it really took me by surprise. Like it was your most anticipated, but it, I, it came out of nowhere for me. And I was so pleased, loved every second. I mean, if this was on our bracket, I would be saying this is the movie to beat. This is the winner already before we even, you know, hit hit November. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly. I loved it. Well, if it was just based on the summary and stuff, then I probably wouldn't have had it as high at all. But because I knew this team, that was the reason why uh, I I had it so high. But yeah, I, I thought this was incredible. I, I mean, this definitely is a transition one that if you, I would feel completely comfortable recommending this. I mean, there's there's part of me that just thinks, how how could you find, like, this is it. This is, if you don't like, I just feel like if you don't like this movie, this is not the genre for you. This yeah, is right. it. This is it. <laughs> as good as it gets. It doesn't get, but yeah, it doesn't get better. <laughs> and uh, so, I don't know. I, I loved it. I thought it was incredible. And so... Yeah, I took quite a few notes about it, uh, but just even from the very beginning, uh, the 
her listening to the recording of her grandma. Oh, boy. Oh, my oh. God. Because, I, I mean, my grandfather died in 2001, and he was beloved to me. And I still can't have a hard time even talking about him. I miss him so much. And, uh, and when I hear his voice, because my uncle did all these interviews with him, and it's tough. It's really tough right. for me. And it's been 18 years. <laughs> uh, so I, I thought that was just, even just that very beginning, when she's hearing her, her grandma's voice, whew, that got me. Yeah. That got me too. It was also perfectly acted by Nikki DeLoach. Like when yeah. she, her reactions to hearing that, like that is what it would feel like. I looked at her and I was like, oh my gosh, this is the real deal. I was bawling. I couldn't yeah, handle me, it. Me yeah. too. Yeah. And I loved her sister so much. She was so. <laughs> yes. And, or her uh, cousin? Mr. cousin. Oh, was that her cousin? I thought it was her sister. Maybe it was her cousin. Anyway, I loved that other lady. Um, that I, she says, I'm not going to bypass my grief with positivity. I thought that yeah. was so well written. And So good so good and uh, and so and michael rady and nikki deloach they Powerful. are i think they're the best that they're perfect they are yes. perfect they're perfect together for sure perfect and uh they just have such great chemistry and and both of the i mean i would love to interview michael if you're listening michael please come on the podcast but i talked to i talked to nikki and on the podcast and I swear it's one of those interviews where I felt like for her and Sarah, I felt like I was a better person after having that conversation. They were just so, both of them were so wonderful. And, and uh, I feel that way with Michael Rady too. When he's on these little interviews where he's talking about Hallmark movies, he's like, this is just a, a really, I think we made something very special here and it's really going to help people to live better lives. You know, it's like, I'm just like, I'm feeling you, Michael Rady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell they're both giving it their all i know i him and, and it's him and chad michael murray i like the philosopher kings of hallmark both of them when they talk about making hallmark movies i'm like this is the sexiest thing i've ever heard in my oh, life yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i can listen to them to wax philosophical about hallmark movies all day oh. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast so the good folks at care of and right now you can get 25% off your first order by going to takecareof.com and entering code hallmarkies in, in as you check out what they do at care of is they help you to find the perfect vitamin regimen for for you they give you this quiz and you go through it and it really helps you narrow down sort of your health concerns your health issues and also like how skeptical you are how uh, aggressive you want to be as far as vitamins and then when you get it they they paid great attention to detail you have these little packets that you take every day and you can put them in your purse you can put them take it with you to the gym that kind of a thing uh, they also have protein powders and uh, other products to help you to feel healthy. So you can get them to continue to subscribe or you can just order them on a, a one-time basis. So definitely check it out. 25% off your first order, care of at takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies. But I love Michael Rady and I just, they have such great chemistry, him and Nikki, and they just feel like these are adults. Yeah. You know? Right, yeah. <laughs> And there's this like, yeah, they're like fully formed people. Yeah, they're yeah. grown ups. 
in love. And there's like so many scenes in the movie, like that scene where she lists, like where she listens to the message and where her cousin or sister says, you know, there's just so many moments. Like usually you get like one or two. Yeah. But there was like it was like every like when um when the the daughter is talking about the teddy bears and like uh, and how she used to do that with her mother uh, and her father's uh, like why did you never tell me that like that whole scene is just so heart-wrenching yeah. and also so believable yeah and the one that hit me which is you know a little bit more of a shallow moment but when she's talking about having to decide between giving up her life and her job in the city and moving home to all the things she loved there it's like either choice you're giving up something yeah. huge and how many and, times have we seen that done just so cringy yeah. where well, you know like she's, she's the bad woman of business who's been spoiled in the city yeah. and and this was just so much better it was so much more nuanced so it was, relatable yeah it's like the whole i don't want to pick you know yeah. it's like so relatable yeah so i i agree well <clears throat> there's a whole scene where they kind of have their sort of their meet cute is uh is they have this great scene where uh she's putting up the santa and i just thought that was a great mm-hmm. scene too where she's just being kind of prideful and stubborn and <laughs> and thinks she can just do it all on her own and that was a real theme of the movie is that we need to let people in we need to let people help us through these tough times that we're not alone that uh that people are there for us and and uh, we need to let them help us through this grieving yeah i really liked i really liked how they handled um the topic of grief in the movie for sure throughout um because i think so often in entertainment like when grief is a topic they either don't show it at all, like someone died and the person is just pressing forward, yeah. nothing to see here, everything's fine, or the person is sitting on their couch eating a tub of ice cream, crying because they're devastated. Right. And I think that anyone who has lost anyone understands that grief is much more, it ebbs and flows. And we yeah. get to see this really well with Nikki's performance. You see her in the moment where she hears her grandmother's message and she's devastated. And then you see her in these moments where she doesn't want to be sad and wants to embrace Christmas and just have fun with all her favorite traditions. And you see the moments where she's like, I'm tough and I'm strong and I'm a career woman and I can take care of everything on my own. I'm fine. Everything's fine. And I think that, you know, it's a spectrum like that. There are days when you do feel fine. And then there are days when you are truly devastated. And I loved that. It was so much more nuanced than what you usually see. And it plays throughout the movie. It wasn't just a minor five-minute topic at the beginning that we never touch on again until the end. It was throughout but it was but it also wasn't overwhelming like the movie just made me feel so hopeful and happy and not you know depressed and sad which yeah yeah no it's true it was not a downer movie it really was at all no it was very helpful and i loved the relationship between the little girl and nikki's character i i uh, there's a p- moment where it's just a little moment, but I thought it was emblematic of, of how well the script was written because there's a moment when the little girl 
she's introducing Nikki and she says, this is my friend. And Sharon, I think was her name. And I, I love that because I feel like sometimes we, we don't allow, we don't treat children as like people, you know, mm -hmm. like the fact yeah. that she just saw Nikki's character as her friend, I thought was really great. And just, I also loved like the one when she's like, I thought this was girl time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that was cute. It was so cute. And so they, they had developed a real friendship between, between and Nikki's character and this little girl it was really good. I thought. And, and I also, I loved uh, the line where I think is uh, Michael Rady's character. I think he says, says, I wish I didn't have such flash forward moments. To those terrible days and such hazy memories of the best family in the world. My God, I know. Uh, like right, right, uh, right in the kisser. Yeah. Oh man, Isn't that the truth. I love so good. It's so good. I, I think that uh, that that's so true about life, and it's so weird. I don't understand why that's the case, but it is the way the human brain works. That yeah. you know, I think about my my childhood and and you know do i remember the you know the vacations and the stuff a little bit but do i remember getting bullied as brutally as a child yeah that's the one that sticks out and it's so sad i don't know why the human brain does that i guess it's a protection it's a protection of ourselves kind of instinct or something but i thought that was a great line. yeah we all do it it's like you can get 25 compliments and you will sit there and stew about the one negative yeah. comment that someone said to you. You know, it, it is human nature for sure. Yeah, it's true. And so then she says, I never would have been able to confront any of those memories if I hadn't been making new ones with you. So that was really sweet. Oh. <laughs> it was a little bit early, I felt like maybe, but it was still really good. And, and then we get to the muddy buddy scene, which you mentioned earlier. And oh my gosh, holy cow. Uh, she's just, she's, they say, well, why don't we make these muddy buddies, this party mix thing uh, and that you made with your mom. And she says, I didn't want to make it because I, I thought, uh, that she says that doesn't want to make them because it would make her sad. And they say, well, it's okay to be sad. And, uh, and she says, I thought I was the only one who got sad yeah. and because her dad is trying to, you know, be the strong, strong voice and the strong, like keeping all the fun, mm -hmm. but that, the kids are allowed to have a whole spectrum of emotion and i think maybe we forget that sometime but that scene oh my gosh i was public waterworks <laughs> yeah yeah oh my gosh <laughs> me too it's me like, too and i also love that they let the little girl articulate that i think a lot of times when there's a child in a movie like the parent or the adult speaks yeah. for them like oh she's sad her mom died she it hasn't been an easy few years she's sad and it's like it was really refreshing to kind of hear her say it so plainly but so beautifully and to be able to articulate that on her own herself I think was really important and I loved that moment mm -hmm. even though I was a mess on the floor I really <laughs> did love that moment yes uh and uh, it 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 was it was really, really good. And uh, so she has this whole interview. And this is when we get to the whole thing of, 
what is she going to do? I, she says, I don't want to pick. She's got the city versus the town dynamic. And you think of like the difference between, let's say, last year in uh, Christmas at Grand Valley when Danica's character, it's like <laughs> her trying the city versus the country. And what is she? And I'm thinking, you just started dating. You've been dating for like two minutes. Yeah. Like, Why would you walk. have to choose this now? And, uh, and so this was so much better as far as how it was handled and uh the uh and i you see it says i can't believe a smart woman like you can't buy herself more time or some better options and how many times have we said that about this that that they yes. they, they put they put these heroines in in this sort of dichotomy of you got to pick this you got to pick this and when real people there's lots of choices <laughs> that you can make <laughs> there's lots of things especially now when you got telecommuting and all this other stuff that you can do. I mean, I work every day with people in Atlanta and I'm in, I'm in Utah. So the whole idea that, uh, you got to pick what's most important yeah. to you is, is ridiculous. So, yeah. and that it's all or nothing. Basically. Yeah. It was really good. And, uh, and then let's see what else. Do you know what was like a, sorry, like a minor detail about that, her job that I thought was interesting. Um, besides the fact that she's a scientist, which is cool, but that instead of having a boss call, being calling and being like, "Where's my proposal?" which is what he usually is, yeah, it was like a mentor that was like giving her advice, and like you know, yeah, it was nice. That was a nice, yeah, switch. that was good. I agree. Uh, and then they went on their their cute little date, which I loved. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so all cute. the feels, all the feels. <laughs> Even though it's the fake ice skating rink, I was all in. And, and, and just the way he was like, well, I could go, I could go with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could go ice skating. It was so cute. I loved, I it. loved it. Oh my gosh. And is this, was that date where they had the almost kiss, the best almost kiss in yes. movie history? I yes. literally have in my notes, amazing near kiss. And yes. he says, I want to, you to know how hard it is to not kiss you right now. Good. and they like kind of have this like nose nuzzle thing <laughs> it was really mm-hmm. good and like it i was- mean they <laughs> get so close they are breathing <laughs> the same air <laughs> it was the best near kiss ever because it's actually it was actually realistic like right. if you almost kiss somebody it's like i i don't think there's that much difference in reality between the after effects of what would be a kiss and a near kiss like, I feel like right. they're pretty close. And so, like, the fact that they acknowledged it and just, like, talked about it was, at, it was like, so refreshing. <laughs> it was so good. I, it was the best almost kiss ever. Like, I was like, oh, my gosh. This is, they are, they are quite a couple here. <laughs> they are amazing. I loved it. I just thought it was such a good moment because you could feel the tension and there are there were like stakes to their situation Mm -hmm. like they're they were both grieving there's a child involved like no one they're not sure like where you know what's going to happen with her work do they want to start something you know it's like there were actual stakes as opposed to the sometimes fake stakes that happen in these movies like this felt real and in Mm -hmm. a, a real like weighty conflicted choice to yeah. move forward with something well and i also like she says even though i'm supposed to be an expert in this field 
I discovered that this experience brought me to my knees. That was really good. (laughs) That was really good. And, and so I also liked his brother a lot. I thought he was really cool. It was a great character. He was also really cute. Yeah, and he I was. loved him. Very cute. Yeah, he was really good. And he says, You have to make space for something new. And then you see her going through the last boxes. Uh, and uh, those last boxes are so hard. That is so tough. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember uh, a really good movie, a couple, I think in 2017, uh, it was Christmas Homecoming with Julie Bentz. And her giving up that last, the like the clothing of her, of her spouse who died, like how, how like hard that it that is for her, and you know she just kept it in the closet for all these years, and just giving up that is those last things I think is is the hardest mm-hmm. uh, thing of all, and not that you just have to get rid of everything, but um, uh, it's tough if you if you when you do. It's really hard, and it's so funny you mentioned that, because there was an article just recently, I'm not sure if it was New York Times or Washington Post or something, but there was an op-ed written by a woman who was just tortured over what she was going to do with her dead husband's clothes, like she didn't know who, she didn't know what to do. She's like, I don't want to just give them to Goodwill, I don't know, like, and it was, she was just so kind of destroyed by it. And it, that is so real and honest, you know, those last few things, cause that's it, you know, like after those last boxes, you know, that's the end and mm-hmm. it's very painful yeah, for yeah. sure. Uh, so going through the boxes, uh, they, he finds uh, the, I guess it was, he he was going through the boxes anyway he finds they find that his uh that his wife made jenny the two turtle doves ornament they find that in there and so that was amazing (laughs) it was really good and you see nikki showing up at the pageant and she says i'm gonna write a book and take a, a year off and write a book she got the grant and everything they get our our ending kiss and it's just great and really yeah. passionate ending kiss yeah too. it was it was nice that's true so i give this movie five crowns very oh, rare that's the highest right highest okay yeah me too yeah. <laughs> no question i mean i would give it a hundred crowns if i could so five <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for sure yeah so get more positive than that guys right yeah i mean i had a feeling that it was going to be just a love fest for that movie when i was watching it i was like oh man i i'm willing to guarantee that we all loved this one yeah Yeah, it was so good all right next up we have mary and bright and (laughs) this movie ridiculous but i really enjoyed it (laughs) it's a stupid movie but i thought it was really fun i mean the whole concept that flavored candy canes are gonna change the world and they're gonna save everything and that people would be like stop what you're doing let's invest in this company that has this revolutionary idea we're gonna have flavored candy canes (laughs) 
Pumpkin spice. Imagine it. I don't know. It was just ridiculous enough for me to enjoy. Like, be like, yeah, this is a fun Hallmark movie. And, <laughs> and I mean, the very idea that she would start to venture into this world of chocolates, I mean, that was... <laughs> Oh, I know. She was. It's like she, I don't. I don't understand why you couldn't also just eat chocolates. She <laughs> had clearly lost her way. Yeah. This is a terrible like, hard line. I thought you understood me. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but I, I guess we should read the summary. So, okay, Mary and Bright. This is Jody Sweeten, Andrew Walker, and Sharon Lawrence, directed by Gary Yates. And the summary is, uh, the story begins when Kate, CEO of the Merry and Bright Candy Cane Company, meets Gabe during the busy Christmas season. She assumes Gabe is the suitor her well-meaning mother is trying to set her up with, when in reality, he works for Empire Corporate Recovery, which has been hired to take a closer look at Merry and Bright operation and find ways to make the company more profitable. As Kate and Gabe begin to work together, they find ways to elevate the business and find that they have more in common than savvy business sense. So, <laughs> Tori, what was your overall thoughts about this one? I said mine. <laughs> so, what really changed it for me were the side stories. Um, I just tweeted, because I just finished this movie a couple minutes ago, and I tweeted that um, my favorite love story in the movie was, was between her mom and that dog. I thought oh, that was yeah. really cute. Um, the two, the, like, the couple that was trying to get engaged, I really like that. Um, that's what kind of saved it and kept it interesting to me. Because, like you said, it was, it, like, the story was ridiculous. These flavored candy canes, the trying to save it, the fear of chocolate, like, all of that was bananas to me. But I love Jody Sweeten. I love Andrew Walker, and I loved the side stories, and I thought they were cute. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. It, you know, it went down easy. I liked it. Um, but and I hate to do this, but I have to say it. I feel like every time I come on this podcast, I'm complaining about hair, but <laughs> I think I'm justified. They styled her hair so like she looked so old with whatever hairdo. They had gone on. I feel like they like to like tease it up or something is happening where it like stands up. Yeah. And just the styling in general, like some of her clothes just felt really frumpy. And I'm like, she's a beautiful woman. Let's let let us do right by her. That's it. I'm not gonna rant. I mean I thought I wasn't gonna do it. It wasn't as bad as the Merry Christmas match atrocity uh but yeah i get it we've been talking about it all day over on our twitter uh that why is she wearing three necklaces and a turtleneck yeah yeah i i don't know it is weird uh and i, I mean just qu quoting becky from the twitter she says Come on, Hallmark. Jody Sweeten has been through enough. Why do you insist on dressing her like a 65-year-old used car yeah. sales floor admin? Yes! <laughs> yeah. Do you think it's because because she's, you know, she's curvy. Like, she, you know, that they don't know what to do with her boobs. Is that, you know, it's like, what, is that what it might be? They're like... I, I don't know. But, 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, she has a turtleneck, three necklaces, and a blazer thing over it. So it's, <laughs> she's definitely covered, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. So there's no excuse. She's Very beautiful. Weird. If they can figure out what to do with her on Fuller House, they can figure out what yeah. to do with her yeah. on Yeah, true, true. I also thought it was weird uh, that she's wearing black at the par- Christmas party. This is the second time. And people are like, oh no, Christmas wishes mistletoe kisses. It's a dark green. I, I swear in the movie itself it is black and 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 it looks green in the photos which would not be the first time that they changed up photos to change right. the color for instance in coming home for christmas uh with Danica mckellar it, the, the dress is blue in the movie and it's mm-hmm. green in the publicity what love once and always love once and always on the poster it is green. I mean, it is blue. And in the movie, it is pink. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh they do a whole Princess Aurora thing on that one. And <laughs> I, that dress, I will stand by it. It is black in that movie. And it is black <laughs> here. And I don't know what is going on in Hallmark costuming. Because you did not wear black to a Christmas party. <laughs> you know, I might. <laughs> <laughs> green, red. Hey. Blue, all oh, wow, silver, <laughs> metallics like that. Black, <laughs> dressing like it's a funeral. This is supposed to be like the climax, and she looks like she's going to awake. I'm with yeah. you. Yeah, I'm with you. I want to see a red dress. I'm sorry, yeah. that's yeah. all. That's it. Red. Like, all allow black at New Year's, but not. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so this <laughs> this movie, so she is, I thought their meet cute was super cute. It is very good meet cute because she thinks mm-hmm. he's this guy that her mom set her up with and <laughs> he's not like, you're here, are you? And, and they go back and forth and finally he's like, yeah, I'm from, I'm here from corporate recovery. And she's like, oh, oops. <laughs> that was funny. I thought. It was. I like she yeah. had the proper reaction to thinking that was a guy that was like overconfidently asking her out. Yeah. It yeah. Nice. It was funny. And I actually have been kind of mixed on Andrew Walker the last like while. Uh because I don't know, I just he's had mixed projects that he's picked and uh and so I was really delighted that I liked this as much as I did. And I, I thought that he and her had really nice chemistry. And and I thought the whole thing, I agree with you. I thought the whole side relationship uh, between her BFF and the clerk at the hotel was so cute. They were adorable. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And we, I, I actually interviewed Stephanie Mraz, that, that actress, and she's been in like five movies with Andrew Walker, which is random, but, uh, <laughs> wow. I know, but anyway, yeah, she was pretty excited about it. And, uh, and I don't know, they were just so cute and him trying to get the guts to ask her to marry him and, and the whole little conversation that Jody's character has with him. <laughs> like, what are you doing? What are you doing, buddy? I love, no. I love when she broke it down and was Me like, too. I can't do this anymore. I don't have time. Like, are you going to propose or not? She's going to say yes. Please just do it. I love that part. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so they go to New York City, and uh, they this <laughs> this man that they're pitching to, he was really impressed buy these chocolates i mean you think he never had a truffle in new york city I before <laughs> I, was I know i know like it would be hard to find an artisan chocolate company yeah. to invest in they're all over the place yeah um so yeah that was kind of funny and <clears throat> uh, but i did like at least uh, that she's sort of i felt like the movie did kind of respect her as a businesswoman there was never an ice queen of business or an any kind of like i felt like the two of them kind of had were on equal playing fields as far as their business intellect and the movie was respectful of that even though her ideas are ridiculous in reality but if you were living in the world of this fantasy world mm-hmm. i thought it did a good job with that and uh, and then the whole scene at the party, despite the fact she was wearing black, uh, was really good. Like I, I liked, I liked them dancing, uh, and you know, this dancing can get tricky. It can get romantic. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, they're dancing, and then he shows her, her, uh, her this painting, and uh, and then they have a pretty early kiss, which is a big plus in my book. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. good. Agreed. It was, it was really. You always want an early kiss. Yes, and yeah, and then we get the flavored candy canes. They're gonna save oh the God. day. It's so exciting. <laughs> Key lime. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, For Saint Patrick's Day, I was like, what are we talking about? <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that you could go into any gift shop and get flavored candy canes. Yeah. Did they make the French toast into a candy cane? Because that's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, they say at the end. Cane. I think they say at the end. We even made a French toast one. Oh my god! <laughs> Which abomination! Is I mean, <laughs> that, isn't a French toast candy cane basically just maple or like cinnamon? Yeah, 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 yeah maple and nutmeg maybe. Yeah, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll allow it. I mean, you would think that this was the new Jelly Belly. They're going to be like, you know. <laughs> be like but for candy canes it's pretty and i loved it was so funny to me when she's like uh, he's asking her have you innovated and she's like yeah we have and she shows him like a rod like a peppermint rod oh yeah (laughs) she's like this is our innovation (laughs) whoa thinking outside the box there (laughs) it was the best it was so funny to me uh, and so, uh, and then I thought the epilogue, well, I thought the proposal with the, the BFF and the clerk was so cute. And then the epilogue where they show that her, her new candy canes have been a huge success. Of course. Mm-hmm. I'd like to thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. We have Hello Fresh as a new sponsor. It's very exciting. Uh, this is a meal kit company. And right now you can get nine free meals. If, if you go to hellofresh.com slash hallmarkies nine and you enter hallmarkies nine 
at checkout. And so that nine free meals. And what you do is you get uh, a box of three meals and you've got your recipe card. You've got all of your ingredients, including spices and everything else. And it was really cool because it was a way to make some recipes that are a little more challenging, a little more ambitious, uh, different flavors than I might normally make. And they were all delicious. I liked all three that I made. And as, as a single girl, it can be kind of frustrating to cook because you end up with a lot of extras of stuff. And so this was nice. You just have just the amount of everything that you need. And it, it saves you time shopping. And, uh, and so you've got everything and you've got the picture of the card with all of your steps. So it's really, really good. So definitely check out HelloFresh. Uh, go to HelloFresh.com slash Hallmarkies9 and enter Hallmarkies9 when you check out. And then we get a proposal at the end, which was cute, and I enjoyed it. And so, yeah, this movie, I will give it, uh, um, I will give this movie 3.25 crowns. <laughs> right. I was entertained by it. Uh, what do you think, Dory? I would give it three. I was also entertained by it. But Mel, I want to know your thoughts on the um, epilogue proposal. That's normally oh, not your favorite thing. You know I don't I don't love <laughs> a rushed proposal at the end. I don't need the proposal. I'm happy with the, the kiss. Hmm. Um, but you know what? It was fine because I liked this movie. So I was I was happy to see the assembly line of candy canes. And all of the children's enjoying those candy canes. I was, I didn't mind it. I didn't mind it. Um, okay, good. And I give this one, I think, three and a half. I liked this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I give them an extra half or quarter because of, I love those pictures. You know where they had her pictures of her and her aunt or her aunt and, uh, the pictures were like stuff it was like oh it's stephanie tanner <laughs> yeah yeah that was cute yeah, I it, like made that. Me, it made me happy every time like, oh, <laughs> stephanie tanner. yeah so it was it was pretty fun uh that one a is fun one yeah that one's probably not a transition one <laughs> probably no. for, for the hardcore hallmarky uh but let's talk about our last one we have christmas scavenger hunt and I must say, I was not very impressed with the marketing of this movie. And so I was, I did have pretty low expectations going into it. And uh, so, yeah. Uh, but it is Kevin McGarry, Kim Shaw, directed by Marita Grebiak, and writer George and Tammy Klembeth. And this is their first one for Hallmark. And oh. it's when Belinda... Uh, heads back to her hometown for the holidays things get complicated when she's forced to team up with her ex dustin at the town's annual christmas scavenger hunt so this movie uh i i'm mixed on it i guess there were some things i liked i thought the pacing had problems uh this is the most leisurely scavenger hunt that i've ever seen <laughs> these people would be terrible at the amazing race <laughs> they were so slow and uh but there were things i liked about it i actually i really liked logan i was a big fan uh, and i i liked each of the actors individually yeah actually but i didn't think they worked that well together as far as chemistry but uh so you know that's kind of hard uh but it had its moments it had its 
things I liked. But what did you think overall, Mel? Remind me which one was Logan. Was that Logan the friend? No, Logan was her, uh, was the bad man of business that she was dating. Oh, God, yes. Classic <laughs> bad man of business. It was so good. It's and like it, you've never touched a cookie before. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> like, it was, it, he, he was really good. I feel like we need to have a, a Logan Hallmark movie. Because now yeah. he has realized the error of his ways. This is like prime time for him to find love in a small town in the next yeah. movie. So yeah. he, someone needs to help him rediscover Christmas for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So I really liked yeah. him. And he was way better than at the beginning. I was like, oh man, he gave her a he gave her a locket, locket. with strangers' <laughs> pictures. What? Yeah, though I didn't have time to find a picture of him. Yeah. Like, I couldn't have just taken a picture. I mean, I wonder if they have a picture of themselves with how much he's he's looking at his phone and stuff. And- oh God. Oh. <laughs> the worst yeah. <laughs> um, uh but yeah so sorry i interrupted no you're right. I, I enjoyed this movie i mean yes it definitely had problems it was not you know top it was it was no two turtle doves yeah but um <laughs> but i because i wasn't aware of this actress the lead actress Me either and um and boy did she charm me i thought she was super funny mm-hmm um, I, I really liked her and I hope to see more of her. Um, I was surprised to see Tom Arnold, <laughs> but, but then I was pleased. I was like, he, he did a good job. I mean, he clearly had a very heavy head cold. Yeah. Um, and, um, I, I enjoyed this romp. I mean, yes, the scavenger hunt was bizarre bananas like i couldn't really grasp the rules a lot of the time um i'm still hung up on them bringing the army uh the boy's mother home i mean he has magic powers i know i mean he must have the president on dial up i know (laughs) i think yes and like i just love that the boy was hanging out at that store that entire time like when we first met him to when his mom showed up still hanging out there yeah um but over i mean yes to me this was just kind of like a classic kind of mid mid-range hallmark movie mediocre to you know but great to have on while you're doing other things (laughs) you know like i i enjoyed it i i did yeah. What did you think, Dory? I liked it. This made me laugh. Like, I just thought mm-hmm. it was really funny. Like, I thought the writing was good. Like, when she first runs into Dustin, when she's, oh, yeah. you know, um, reaching the city limits, and she's, like, really mean to him, but it makes me laugh. It just made me laugh so hard. She was clearly so bitter about their... <laughs> relationship and how it ended and there was something about that that I just thought was really funny because how many times is their meeting like with the ex awkward or really reminiscent or like really longing to be with that person I can't think of one where she was just like angry to see him (laughs) (laughs) it really made me laugh and she was like making fun of him and I don't know. I thought she was just really funny. Like, I liked her, her spunk. She was very funny. I mean, I totally agree that the whole scavenger hunt, I couldn't get over the text messages. I'm like, how did they, 
are these messages timed? Like, do they know no, when yeah. they finish well, a task? Like, they take the selfies. It? They take the selfies and I guess send them to wherever. Oh, then, then they get they sent have, the new. And then they get a clue. Oh, oh my god! How yeah, that's so obvious. But <laughs> I mean, I would have finished this like this thing, man, like two hours. <laughs> I mean, they were so leisurely. I'm just like, wow. what is happening? And but yeah, I just I loved. Uh, it, it, it was like the classic hallmark you've got logan bad man of business with his phone sitting there and you know one thing that's really funny about hallmark movies that almost all the time when they want to portray a bad man of business it's not that they don't have a christmas tree in their office it's almost always either a silver christmas tree or a white christmas tree oh, yeah. <laughs> Which i just think it's really funny it's like they can't handle somebody just not celebrating christmas it's like they're mm. celebrating it the wrong way yeah it's a gotta be a tree. cold a cold tree yeah i always think that's funny uh but yeah and then you have kevin mcgarry our classic man with many jobs like that's the that's the ultimate contrast to the bad man of business and so he has he you know you first see him he's helping this lady out with her, her car then he's like I don't even know. I lost track of all different things that he was involved in and whatever. And he's like running. It's, I have to say of all these, save the, save the farm, save the store, save the, whatever, save the mill museum. That's like the most boring thing in the world. There's like, there's one job on the line. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And he's got other jobs. That part killed me. To be honest, yes, none of this movie made sense, but I still really liked it. But the same, I could not get over the museum aspect of it. I was like, what is this museum? And then he references a wing of the museum. Wing, a wing. Saw that mill. There was no wing. There <laughs> is just the museum. I could not get over that. I was like, a wing. What? But I died laughing though because she says, she says the beginning when the, the boss gives her the job, she's like, condos in Deerfield. This is not going to go over well. <laughs> I'm like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> i'm like this is a heroine this is this yeah. is great because that is like it it always makes me crack up that these did you see on the listing for the play for the mill 3.5 million dollars oh no. I'm like, Whoa. no <laughs> deerfield is pricey yeah apparently <laughs> is that one lonely recluse just like yeah. that money 3.5 and and yeah anyway the uh but the um that was so funny to me i'm like wow she's self-aware she knows yeah the world she's that going she's in with in. her eyes open yeah and <laughs> at first i was like belinda that's such an odd name but then they were like bell like oh mm. christmas bell that's why they did that that was very good and mm-hmm. so then you see that her dad uh, swiped out her name so that she could be matched up with Dustin in this in the scavenger hunt, and uh, so yeah, then I have to give Dustin some credit because when she when he found out that she was a real estate agent, which is basically like working for Satan in Hallmark movies, if you're a real estate agent, and 
<laughs> Unless you like helping nice people for or whatever. a developer. Yeah, yeah. developer. That's right. <laughs> My ultimate of that is uh, Brendan Elliott and Kiss on the uh, upon uh, on pon, pon, uh, Chris Kiss on Pine Lake. Uh, his character in that movie is my favorite. He like comes out to the forest and he's like, "What are all these trees?" So funny. But anyway, I love that. And so, I mean, would you guys just be on the on on the moon? In, so happy if you got to be in a Christmas scavenger hunt. Oh, probably. Yeah. It's like my dream. I would love every second. Yes. Yeah. I kept saying, like, where are the children? Like, basically, I don't understand why this is not an activity for all of the children. Well, and I don't understand how they made $50,000. Oh, yeah. We were shocked. We were like, <laughs> Who? what? Who's getting, how are they getting sponsors? I don't understand. What's From any on? of these activities. Because it's not like it was something where, yeah, you got sponsors. Like, if you did a, like a Dimes Walk or something yeah. like that, where beforehand because uh, it seemed to be just planned all of a sudden and yeah. also not great that her dad was the one who planned it like that seems like a conflict of interest <laughs> yeah, <I think> so <laughs> yeah because her sister and her both got picked so. <laughs> oh was so was there only three teams i think Are there was they stopped the other teams we saw them stop picking after <laughs> Dustin and Bell, yeah, and yeah. I could not get over that either. I was like, "So, is there no more teams? It's just three groups going out." That made me laugh too. I was like, because at, right after they announced them, the townspeople started mingling and stuff, and I was yeah. like, "So is this over? This whole thing with <laughs> three couples to get picked? What?" Yeah, and they made fifty thousand dollars. I mean, well, wow! I guess it's a good return. But I guess I mean we're living in a world where this abandoned factory is worth three point five million dollars. <laughs> so, but I did you just die laughing when she finds out that he went on a date with her with her long jump nemesis? <laughs> oh, I love that. It was so great. That was my favorite. <laughs> it was so funny, and she just like this look on her face, like. The betrayal. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. And I loved the uh the flirty gingerbread house decorating scene. That was really cute. And then there's the whole scene where they they she finds out that her dad has been dating this lady. Mm-hmm. And they eat his chili there. And I thought that it was an odd choice, strawberry milkshake. Oh, uh, we had a lot of talk about this. <laughs> we were horrified. What is going on? Horrified. <laughs> we we really need to take a minute and talk about her food consumption because I haven't stopped thinking about it since I watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. So she, the first thing on scavenger hunt day, he presents her with what looks like peppermint bark for breakfast. She starts eating that. Then they go to build the snowman and out of nowhere, he has a box of like cookies or some sort of treat. So she's snacking on that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She's snacking on that. Then they go to lunch and get chili and a milkshake. Which is an insane combination. And it's like two summer foods, chili and milkshake. It's very like, yeah, it was weird. And then, 
in the afternoon, she has a hot cocoa break, and then they go build a gingerbread house, and then they go make sugar cookies. All she's eaten all day <laughs> is candy and sugar. How is and she chili. still functioning and chilly? <laughs> like, it, I have not stopped thinking about this yeah. since I watched the movie. Yeah. And then when you think she's done eating, yeah. you she wakes up in the middle of the night because she can't sleep and she's covered in candy wrappers because she's been eating chocolate. And I'm like, how is this skinny woman? <laughs> Alive right now. <laughs> <laughs> the same line. I, mean, I did not stop thinking about it. <laughs> she is a long jump champion, so her metabolism is something from out of this world. Yeah. Because if that was me, I would have been sick. And then you're in a car the whole day. Oh, it just it blew my mind. <laughs> Sorry. I, I just, I had to say it. Well, and I was so confused about the, uh, about the Christmas tree. So did everybody who was in the scavenger hunt take their Christmas tree to somebody? Well, they took it to the old yeah. folks home or the retirement home, right? Oh, yeah, like, so she just veered off of that and decided to take it to this guy. Yeah. Yeah. And, Which is also like, do they really need, I guess if there's only three teams, it's only I was like, are these, are, well, these people just going to descend on the retirement home? Yeah, that's tree. true. Um, and then they, they're they uh, leaving and uh, one of their legs, well, they also got the snow globe from the teacher, from the math teacher, I think, or music teacher, music teacher. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, or they don't want to call her by her first name, which is totally true about teachers mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but that was that was cute and then uh then you have <laughs> they're leaving and poor logan was just forgot at the airport he was <laughs> like oh <laughs> that did make me laugh he just pulled up behind them in the driveway like yeah. hey i've been here for hours yeah, no, he was <laughs> like uh he's like did you get my itinerary and she's like oh sorry i didn't look at the phone <laughs> Like, oh, poor Logan. I know. No wonder so he, he and then like I thought that I'm like, Logan, you're impressing me. You're like trying to bake. And I I said, he's maybe not such a bad man of business after all. But then he got butter on his hand woven Italian tie. So <laughs> <laughs> why did he why was he wearing a tie on the plane? <laughs> well, yeah, and why continue to wear it? Yeah, take it off when you're baking cookies. Like, this is not hard. No. Like, a no. small child knows. <laughs> take off some fancy hand-woven tie when you're co- cooking. It was like he had never seen butter before in his life. No. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he hasn't. I'm pretty sure he was born and raised in an yeah. office. And then she's super mad. And so she, I just said, she's sort of rage cookie eating. She was just like powering them down. That way, it was just great. Um, More cookies in the car yeah. after a dinner of cookies. It yeah. it was truly something to behold. Yeah, and so then we get to the final thing, which is sing a duet, and <laughs> supposedly his favorite song is the Twelve Days of Christmas. We've talked about this <laughs> on the podcast before. <laughs> the Twelve Days of Christmas is the drinking song of christmas songs 
Like it is. Yeah. Maybe it's just like call another round. Eleven days and then ten days. I mean, it, no, it's nobody's favorite Christmas song. I'm no. sorry. No, <laughs> no. No one's not like turn that up. Yeah. Uh, I know that. I would also argue that it's barely a song. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's it is. It's barely like ninety nine bottles of beer. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. It's Christmas. Uh, there is a cool version somebody sent me last week. Because they mentioned it last week on one of the movies that 12 Days of Christmas was their favorite song. I'm like, what's wrong with these people? Uh, this would be like really free to use. Yeah. <laughs> Very public domain. Yeah. And, and somebody sent me a straight no chaser version. That's pretty fun. So I'll, I'll give them that. But anyway, and yeah, and Logan, I said, Logan is so close to being a good man of business. He, <laughs> but then he's like, you can't do that what are you doing? You got to worry about your job, you know, and you can't save the mill. And I'm like, Oh, give up buddy. You're not going to win this one. No, I know. <laughs> but he was, he was almost there for me when he got abandoned at the airport. <laughs> I felt bad for him. Uh, so we made 50 K textile mu- museum <laughs> is saved. <laughs> so safe. Well, it's because the Bradley man yeah. came and saved it. But I actually liked the breakup between her and Logan. I thought it was pretty mature. And she's like, stop and see your sister. Promise me you will. And I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, good. Very civilized. Yeah. And then we get three levels of goodbye kisses. Like ending, ending the movie kisses. Because we get their first kiss. And then there's... Mm. Uh, That's right. Yeah. And then there's a kiss but then by the tree and then another one at the end where they go to see where they uh <laughs> where they carved First their kiss. initials they vandalized the town mm. bridge and <laughs> so they then they get our final final kiss and so yeah it Triple was kiss. yeah it was a pretty good one uh so yeah, I didn't think I I don't think they had the best chemistry between the two of them, but I did like them both. Uh, so I know that's kind of a weird thing, but um, I would give this one three crowns. I, I think the pacing could have been a little better, but it was fine. I enjoyed it. Uh, what about you, Mel? I'm also going to give this one three point five. Oh, three point five. Okay, good. Yeah, Dory. What about you? I'm also giving it 3.5, even though as we dissected it, I realized how ridiculous it yeah. was. I still yeah, really. had so much fun watching it. Like it, yeah. it was a, it was a ride. It was a journey, and I was right there with them. 3.5. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, 3.5. Very good. Well, we did it. We, we got it. through. And yeah. some, <clears throat> we have some comments on Twitter. I asked our listeners to to pick which one was their favorite and then explain why in the in the uh, twitter replies so obviously two turtle doves is the commanding favorite 53 percent the mary bright is second favorite at 26 percent uh so some thoughts from the twitter we have uh two turtle doves this from kate 60456 patron of our channel says two turtle doves was the was the was beautiful the conversation with the little girl about grief was something i felt i had never seen in a hallmark movie i was impressed with the way they explained sadness and it was not rushed in the movie which is what i expected this was the best scene 
so then Becky says uh, Two Turtle Doves had the best script. Michelle Benson says Two Turtle Doves was my favorite. It was very romantic and I loved the script. The way it dealt with the grieving process was beautifully done. Daylin Grover says I loved all four of them. The only one I haven't loved between the two channels so far is Merry Christmas Match. Uh, Alonzo Duraldi says adult characters acting like adults and dealing with their problems in an, in an adult fashion. Shocking. Uh, so let's see if I find, uh, <clears throat> uh, so Rodasm says why I love marrying bright. Uh, it's because Jody Sweden is a great actress and I just love how Hallmark channel kind of wrote the character around her fuller house character, Stephanie, because if you think of Stephanie, is like merry and bright and hasn't had a romantic relation at one. So I'm not sure what that means. Okay. Anyway. Um, and then I missed a single table, uh, single girl table for one says I missed two turtle doves. Christmas scavenger hunt was okay, but thought the start was awkward and didn't get the feels till the end. And Mary and bright just took me on a magical journey from start to finish. I loved it. And uh, Debbie Blackman says, hard to choose as I love them all, but have to go with Christmas scavenger hunt because Kevin McGarry is always delightful. And she says, I loved seeing Marion Bright with King of Hallmark, Andrew Walker. And let's see the rest are two turtles. Uh, Terry says, this was a tough week for me. The worst was scavenger hunt. Watched that this morning and uh, picked two turtle doves because it had a good message about the grieving and healing process. But it did remind me of Delicious film last year with dead grandmas and missing babies. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Some different opinions <laughs> going on. All right. Yeah. So let us know. Uh, what you think if you're listening you put in the comment section or let us know on twitter what is your favorite and uh so uh, where can people find your find you guys and your podcast uh well our podcast is called all the feels um we are a hallmark podcast currently we are a hallmark and lifetime podcast yeah. for the season uh we're on facebook i think all the feels podcast and we're on twitter which I believe is what is our Twitter handle? Okay, That's where we are mainly. Great. Well, I'll have that. to talk Hallmark. Okay, good. Well, I'll have that in the description section. Definitely check it out. And you can follow me at Rachel's Reviews, all of our social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Ron Tomatoes. So check that out. And follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast all of our social media, and on iTunes and YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, please give both of our podcasts your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate it. And if you're listening on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We're going to have tons of fun content coming up. So you definitely want to be subscribed or following us and consider becoming a patron. We have so much fun in our patron group and uh, we have exclusives and giveaways and all kinds of cool stuff. So check that out. And I'll have links to everything in the description for our merch store as well. Uh, that's coming up, a uh, big Black Friday sale. So check that all out. And uh, thanks so much, you guys. I really appreciate it. And uh, and Merry Christmas! Yay! Yay. Merry Christmas! Thank you. Thanks for having us. <laughs>